Hi, everybody. So welcome to another episode of Digital Detox Secrets. And sorry about if you're trying to join the earlier link. So we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but now we have it all straightened out. And today my guest, her name is Karen Brzezanski. And Karen is a specialist in tapping, which, hey, Karen, I would like for you to give us a little intro on yourself. And I'm a newbie in tapping. So just give us an intro on you and an intro on tapping. Yeah, most people are newbies to tapping, so no worries. Um, so I am a certified life coach and, and pro EFT tapping coach, which is um, we're, tap, we're literally tapping on the meridian endpoints on our body. And um, it's a, so tapping is a combination of ancient Chinese acupressure and modern psychology. And what we're doing when we're tapping, physiologically speaking, is we're turning off the body's fight or flight response. So um, in the amygdala, in our brain, that's when, you know, when that goes off, that's like where the alarm center is in our body. Um, and when we feel triggered or activated in any way by either the little daily stressors in our life or by something that reminds us of something that happened in our lives when we were younger, that fight or flight center goes off. And what tapping does is it sends a calming signal to our brain and tells us and tells our body that it's safe to calm down, it's safe to relax, and it's safe to just feel grounded in this moment. And it takes us from what I call freaked out brain into peace brain. And when we're in freaked out brain, we're kind of like all over the place, we're frazzled, we're, um, we're probably digitally, you know, frazzled as well and all over the place. Um, and we don't have access to our resources, we don't have access to our creativity, to good decision making skills, to our intuition. And when we are in that more relaxed state after we've tapped, we're put in a state where we do have access to our creativity and our resources, we make better decisions, we feel more in touch with um, our intuition and our, our gut leanings. And we just generally feel happier and, uh, and better about ourselves in the world. Who doesn't want to feel that? Who doesn't want to feel that? Yeah. <laughs> so our audience is mixed and we, but we have a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of um, business owners and a lot of digital marketers, social media managers, and also, you know, moms or dads that might be stay at home moms or dads that, you know, that's a like, your, your own home entrepreneurship is happening. And having living in this digital world, we're kind of fragmented and frazzled and expected to be 24 yeah. seven. So we're, I feel like we're really, you know, at a point where we need resources to help us get grounded. Definitely, yeah, we're bombarded with so much information all the time and it can feel really challenging to kind of disconnect from all of that and then feel grounded in our own experience of life without the technology. So tap, tapping for me has been a really cool tool to kind of combat all of that craziness. I was reading about your background, about how this journey of yours all started. So can you kind of take us through that? Because it's, um, it's a pretty traumatic yeah, my story is is a little traumatic and dramatic, um, which is hopefully not most people's stories. But the way that I found tapping um, in 2008, I was hit and run over by a car in New York City while I was um, on the way to work. I was a pedestrian and um, I was hit on the right side of my body. I was flung up onto the hood of her car, hit my head on the windshield, flung back to the concrete, landed on my left hip and she ran over my right ankle. And um, so long story short, that that morphed into a tremendous amount of post-traumatic stress and chronic pain. Um, and the pain that started in my left hip and my right ankle eventually became like this all over my body pain. Um, and I was undiagnosed with PTSD for over two years. 
And I was trying everything. I was trying all the Western modalities. I was trying Eastern modalities. I was just like desperate to, to figure out what was, you know, what I thought at the time was totally wrong with me. And um, fast forward four and a half years later, I found myself up at a healing related retreat at Esalen in Northern California. Um, it was not an EFT retreat, but I met a man on that retreat who was an EFT master. And he heard my story and asked me if I wanted a session. And I said, yes, I'll try anything, even tapping on my face. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And um, essentially what I, what I realized is that all of the physical pain was and the PTSD was being held in place by all of the emotions that I had suppressed over the course of the past four and a half years, all of the grief, all of the trauma, all of the old stories, all of the beliefs that I picked up about myself and myself in relation to the world and that the world was so scary. And I had to redefine, you know, I was 29 when this happened. So I had to like redefine my young life and what I wanted for my life. And I was, I went through a lawsuit for five years and blah, blah, blah. And so there was all of this stuff, this emotional stuff that was all around all of those events that I had pushed down and didn't want to feel because it was, you know, not socially acceptable to feel. And through tapping, I was able to identify um, all of the stuff that I had pushed down and allow it to come up and release. And as um, I kind of let that process happen, which was challenging, um, the physical pain started to release, the post-traumatic stress started to dissolve, and I started to feel like what I call a normal human again in the world. And um, over time, um, I've released about 90% of the physical pain and the PTSD um, is gone. So that's the Twitter version of the story, but that's essentially what happened. Yeah. And it looks like that, you know, you turned it around and made a business out of it. And yeah. now you're helping others that are suffering from, I mean, maybe they didn't get hit by a car, you know, but they have other things that have happened to them. And it's not just physical, right? It's, it's yeah. emotional and anxiety and depression. Yeah. Yeah, tapping is um, definitely a tool that you can use on all of those things. I don't work specifically with depression um, or, or, or anxiety per se, like clinic, clinical anxiety, um, but it certainly is a tool that is helpful um, in those cases, as well as like, you know, the little daily stressors that we come up against in our daily lives. Um, like, you know, for entrepreneurs, like getting visible is like really scary, like putting yourself out there, like trying something new, like having a conversation with a potential client, like there's all this stuff that comes up and it's all related to all of the old stories and all of the old events that we've gone through in our lives. And it's connected to something like if we're procrastinating or we're running the same patterns over and over or we're stuck in some area of our lives, it's all related to, to something that's in the hidden part of our brain, which in pro EFT, we call the swampy area. Um, it's all related to something back there that's telling you that it's not safe to move forward. So that no matter how much action that you take in the world, you're going to keep running that pattern until you bring awareness to what that pattern is. And then you bring yourself into a place where you can make a new choice moving forward. Yeah, it sounds like it's almost, you know, when people you see people with that are going through self-sabotage and, you know, you're watching them just do the same mistakes over and over, mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm just, this is just coming to mind, somebody that is a little bit of um, um, a martyr, you know, it's almost like they're stuck in this endless loop of yeah. something that yeah. made them, you know, or created them or and they're not letting it go. Right. Taking care of other people, um, yeah. probably not taking responsibility 
for their own action. I know uh, I have a martyr in mind. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> they don't take responsibility for their own actions. Nothing is ever their fault. Um, yeah, and it's like, well, can I, you know, where where do I need to kind of shine a flashlight um, on, you know, back on myself to see what it is that I'm projecting out there that's really all about what's in here. So. Yeah. So, you know, just getting back to digital detox and living in this digital world 24-7, always on. So um, how are boundaries related to giving yourself a digital detox break and, and how can tapping kind of tap into that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, boundaries are so important. If we don't have solid boundaries with our own time and our own energy and we don't have that like literally set up for ourselves, then it's just so easy to get sucked into all of the stuff that is coming at us 24 seven, whether it's online or on TV or from what, whatever direction um, and everyone else's priorities and stuff becomes then our priorities and stuff. And it's like, well then well, where does that leave me in terms of my, my priorities and my stuff? Do I even know what that is? So knowing um, that, you know, you're going to have, you can set specific, times of day, you can set specific days where it's like, this is when I check social media, this is when I check email, this is how much time I spend on email, um, this is how much time I spend on social media. So really setting those boundaries for yourself um, can be very powerful and and enlightening because some a lot of times, most of the time, we don't realize how much of our time and energy is getting sucked into like opening another tab or reading another article or opening oh, yeah. another email. And it's like, well, can I just like delete the email, even though it looks really juicy? Can I just not go on Instagram because I was just there five minutes ago? And can I just keep the focus on myself and keep the focus on what it is that I want to create in the world um, and, and do that for the set amount of time that I have set so that I can really make progress on my own vision and let that be okay. And, you know, this also brings up like other people, you know, in your life might you know, they might have feelings about you setting boundaries on your time and energy for, for certain things too. So that's another thing um, that I often tap on with, with people because that there can be a lot of fear that comes up around saying no to people or saying like, this is what I'm working on today. I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. So there's also, I would think a lot of anger that would come up when oh, yeah. you, can't, <laughs> you, you know, you don't have boundaries, but you, you feel like you're never getting the boundaries. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So do you think it's easier or harder because of us being connected in so many ways to take a detox? And and what do you tell your clients that you're working with? Um, I think it's, you know, I really think it's harder because the information is, it's hard to get away from it. It's coming at us from so many different directions yeah. that it's, it's, it's hard to escape. And I think that, you know, for me, like I've had to to really set up my environment for success. And that's what I tell my clients. It's like, I, you have to um, set up your environment in a way where you're not tempted by social media 24 seven, where you're not, you know, your TV isn't on 24 seven, where you don't have um, magazines around you that make you feel like crap. Um, so it's really important to have an environment that supports um, the kind of mindset that you really want to build for yourself moving forward. And that's going to make you feel good about yourself and yourself in relation to the world. So yeah, I think it's more challenging, but I think there are definitely tools that we can use to make it a little bit easier. 
Great. So Karen, I just wanted to let everybody know if you're watching live and you have a question, you can put it in the comments for Karen about tapping. And um, uh, we actually have a question right here. So someone's asking, what if you work in social media? What do you really do about that? <laughs> what if you work in social media? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think set business hours um, are is, is a really good idea to um, to say like, hey, I'm on social media from you know, from nine to three and then from four to five and then I take an hour break in the middle um, and just to, to, to not be on it 24 seven. And if that's, you know, if that's your job to be on it 24 seven, well, that's something to take a look at too. And it's like, well, that's a boundary. You know, I, I personally couldn't take a job like that because I know that that would drive me nuts in the long run. So yeah. um, if, there are jobs out there that require you to be on 24 seven. Those are not the jobs that I am willing to take because of the boundaries that I have set for myself. And because of um, just, I know what I need for myself in order to stay sane in this crazy world. So um, I think that, um, yeah, it can be challenging, um, but you can also schedule breaks for yourself. Like you can schedule like a, a 10 minute break to go outside and take a walk and turn everything off. Nobody's going to miss you for 10 minutes. You know, everybody, nobody's going to die. <laughs> I think that's important to remember that like, you know, the, the world keeps spinning and like, you know, um, it's okay if you turn it off for a period of time. Um, so schedule in, um, you know, breaks for yourself where you're turning everything off and you're going outside, you're getting a little sunshine um, and you're doing anything other than being online. You know what I see is that, you know, because we're living in this world and everybody realizes now that we're just completely sucked in. I feel like most people, they know what they need to do. Like they know they should be meditating or they know that they should take a 10 or 15 minute break, or they know that they need to take time for themselves. I mean, it's almost like, um, instead of announcing when you're going to be on social media, maybe it's it's focusing on when you're going to be off and what you're going to be doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what do you tell people that they know that they're supposed to do it, they talk about it, and they but they just can't get to that point of actually like getting up and taking the walk or yeah. I think part, part of that is because everybody's doing it. You know, it's like every, it's like everybody's just like yeah. on social media, on online all the time. And it's like, well, if I'm not online all the time, like that's gonna, like that's just, that feels really weird. It feels uncomfortable. Also, this is something that we've now practiced for years and years and years. So it's become a habit. And anytime we try to change a habit, like it's gonna take a little bit of effort to start to move in the other direction. Um, one of my first coaches told me about this thing called the wheel of fear and the wheel of freedom. And the wheel of, they're both like circular kind of things and the wheel of fear, um, goes in a clockwise direction. It's like all of those behaviors and thought patterns that we just run over and over and over like a hamster wheel. And the wheel of freedom goes in a counterclockwise direction. And the wheel of freedom um, is when we're doing all of our healthy habits, when we're taking the breaks, when we're taking the naps, when we're getting away from social media, when we're changing our thought patterns, when we're reaching out to our friends in real life and all of those things that make us feel really good when we're getting high quality sleep. And the wheel of freedom actually runs in a counterclockwise direction because it takes more effort because it's like, oh God, like the wheel of fear is so well greased, but the wheel of freedom is like, oh my gosh, I have to make this conscious choice and then I have to take the action and then I have to make the conscious choice and then I have to take the action. And eventually over time, 
the wheel of freedom starts to feel like your natural way of doing things. But it takes a little time and it takes a little effort um, to get that momentum going. So yeah, it seems like the wheel of fear is easier. Yeah, that's the easier (laughs) path. And that's the path that we don't want to be on. And so it's more effort for the freedom. Yeah. So um, can you kind of like, walk us through what a tapping experience would look like or feel like? Yeah, Um, we can tap. um, We can tap on um, resistance to taking a break from social media. Um, or we can tap on going from freaked out brain into peace brain. It's kind of the same thing and on some level, but yeah. do you have a preference? Um, either one, you pick. I mean, okay. I think either one would be good. Let's go from freaked out brain to peace brain. Okay. Because it, it, even when, um, when we're in peace brain, we're going we're gonna to be much more likely to take, it, take a digital detox anyway. So um, I'll show you the points that we use on the body. The first point is the karate chat point, which is the fleshy part of the outside of your hand. It's like your high yeah point. Okay. Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the next point is the eyebrow point, which is right where your eyebrow begins. What this, okay, right here. Yeah. You can use one hand, you can use the other hand, you can tap on one side, both sides, it doesn't matter. I usually tap on both sides because the energy system the meridian system um, runs down both sides of your body. So when you're tapping on both sides, you get more energetic bang for your buck. Okay. Um, the next point is outside of the eye, which is not quite on the temple, but more on the bone right outside the eye. Okay. The next point is underneath the eye, which is like the bone underneath your eye. Do they sometimes do this when you get a massage? Um, they might. Yeah, yeah. They might use these points. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, the next two points we do together, which is under the nose and then right on the chin. So you can use two hands like this, or you can use your top two fingers and your bottom two fingers like this. Okay. The next point is the collarbone point, which is right on your collarbone. And you can tap like this, or you can tap like this. You can just feel it out and see what feels best for you. Um, the point after that is under the arm, which is kind of like right where the where your bra line is. Again, one side, the other side, or both sides. Um, the point after that is your liver point, which is where the underwire of your bra would be. And then we've got the wrist point, which you can do like this or like this. And the benefit of doing it like this is that you have meridian points in all of your fingertips. So again, more energetic bang for your buck doing it this way. And then the last point is the top of the head. So those are all the points on the body. And um, we'll just do um, like one or two rounds um, going from freaked out brain to peace brain. We're going to start on the karate chop point. And what we do is we say a setup statement um, where we're just talking about freaked out brain and why we don't want to let it go. So I'm just going to say um, a phrase and you're just going to repeat it back to me. And then we're going to go through the points and we'll do the same thing. So I'll just say a word or phrase. You'll repeat it back to me and um, we'll see where we wind up. Okay. So. All right, so just tune into your own kind of freaked out brain right now. If you feel a little frazzled or overwhelmed, just tune into that feeling. And um, what we like to do in tapping is give that sensation um, a number um, on the zero to 10 scale in terms of how intense it feels. Zero being like not intense at all and 10 being like all the intensity in the world, I'm completely freaked out and frazzled and overwhelmed. Um, so where where do you feel like if you tune into that kind of freaked out brain or overwhelm or feeling frazzled? Like, where do you feel like you're falling right now on that scale? Um, I would say right now I'm probably like right in the middle. You know, when we were first trying to like get on the 
you know, the call, I was like in, more freaked out because I was worried, <laughs> but now I'm better. So now I'm probably a five or a six just because okay. I, it's my third in a row. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, great. Um, all right, so let's start on the karate chop point. Even though there's this freaked out brain. Even though there's this freaked out brain. And it's keeping me from feeling calm and centered in my body. And it's keeping me from feeling calm and centered in my body. And it's keeping me from being present in this moment. And it's keeping me from being present in this moment. And there's a big part of me that doesn't want to let this freaked out brain go. There's a big part of me that does not want to let this freaked out brain go. Maybe because. Maybe what? Maybe because. Maybe because. Um, this is how I always do it. This is how I always do it. I just live in freaked out brain. I live in freaked out brain. Everybody lives in freaked out brain. Everybody lives in freaked out brain. I don't know how to do it any other way. I don't know how to do it any other way. And I want to get to the bottom of this. I want to get to the bottom of this. And I want to love, honor, and acknowledge all of my parts. I want to love, honor, and acknowledge all of my parts. Especially the ones that are stuck in this freaked out brain. Especially the ones that are stuck in this freaked out brain. And don't want to let it go. And don't want to let it go. Shake your hands, take a deep breath. Um, we'll go through the points. Okay. All this freaked out brain. All this freaked out brain. Can't focus. Can't focus. So much to do. So much to do. Um, so much to think about. So much to think about. So many blogs to read. So many blogs to read. Um, so many social media posts to comment on. So many social media posts to comment on. Um, so many news stories to read. So many news stories to read. Um, so much to do. So much to do. All this stuff that makes me feel so overwhelmed. All this stuff that makes me feel so overwhelmed. Um, I don't know how to let it go. I don't know how to let it go. Got to get it all done. Got to get it all done. This freaked out brain. This freaked out brain. I want to let it go. I want to let it go. No, I don't. No, I don't. Um, I'm used to this freaked out brain. I'm used to this freaked out brain. This freaked out brain is keeping me safe. Freaked out brain is keeping me safe. I don't know who I'd be on the other side of freaked out brain. I don't know who I'd be on the other side of freaked out brain. What do you want me to live in peace brain or something? What do you want me to live in peace brain or something? Um, and, uh, and, and feel peaceful all the time. And feel peaceful all the time. Who does that? Who does that? That's not the kind of world I live in. That's not the kind of world I live in. Um, I wonder if it were possible to let go of the freaked out brain. I wonder if it's possible I could let go of freaked out brain. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, just in this moment. Just in this moment. Um, I wonder if it were possible to um, just let this freaked out brain go. I wonder if it were possible I could just let this freaked out brain go. Um, and let it drip off of my body. And let it drip off of my body. And into the earth beneath me. And into the earth beneath me. Um, that's a nice thought. That's a nice thought. Um, I don't know if that's possible for me, though. I don't know if it's possible for me, though. Um, I wonder if there were any benefits to letting go of this freaked out brain. I wonder if there's any benefits to letting go of this freaked out brain. Um, maybe, uh, maybe I would feel um, more calm in my body. Maybe I'd feel more calm in my body. Um, and maybe I would make better decisions moving forward. Maybe I'd make better decisions moving forward. Um, coming from a place of peace. Coming from a place of peace. 
rather than a place of overwhelm. Rather than a place of overwhelm. Um, I kind of like the sound of that. I kind of like the sound of that. Um, I don't really like being in freaked out brain. I don't really like being in freaked out brain. Um, and I'm ready to try on a new way of being in the world. I'm ready to try on a new way of being in the world. Any resistance to letting go of this freaked out brain? Any of the resistance letting go of this freaked out brain? I choose to let it go now. I choose to let it go now. The more I tap. The more I tap. The more grounded I feel. The more grounded I feel. The easier it becomes to let go of this freaked out brain. The easier it becomes to let go of this freaked out brain. And transition into peace brain. And transition to peace brain. My body knows how to do that. My body knows how to do that. Um, my body prefers being in peace brain. My body prefers being in peace brain. And it feels pretty good being in peace brain. It feels pretty good being in peace brain. Um, I choose peace brain. I choose peace brain. Um, I choose happiness. I choose happiness. I choose to feel grounded in this moment. I choose to feel grounded in this moment. Um, I choose clarity. I choose clarity. <sighs> I choose to let go of any remaining tension that my body might be holding on to. I choose to let go of any tension my body might be holding on to. Uh, it's safe to feel safe in my body. It's safe to feel safe in my body. Safe to let go of any remaining tension. Safe to let go of any remaining tension. And tap into peace. And tap into peace. And groundedness. And groundedness. In this moment. In this moment. In every cell of my body. In every cell of my body. Right now. Right now. Okay, shake out your hands. Take a deep breath. That was just a little sampling of tapping and um, how that can bring us or start to bring us and transition from a place of overwhelm to a place of peace. Um, how did you feel or how do you feel? I feel really good. I feel like a lot more relaxed and I didn't think I was that bad before, but maybe I was. I don't realize how much tension we're holding on to. Yeah. Like it's so much better. Acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was really, so I have a question. Somebody has a question in the comments. Yeah. I'm going to put it up. Um, so if you don't have someone who can guide you through tapping, is there a podcast or YouTube channel you can recommend that you can guide that can guide you through it or maybe oh, well, a course? Um, <laughs> funny. You should ask. I have a YouTube channel, um, uh, which you can find at my website at the lucky backslash freebies. There's a link there. Um, and also in my Facebook group, I have probably over 30 or 40 tapping sessions on various topics ranging from money mindset to um, fear of success to um, right now I'm running a challenge on ending self-sabotage. So we're tapping on all the different aspects of self-sabotage. Um, and you can um, join that at the luckysoul.com backslash challenge um, and, um, and tap with me there. So I have a question about that. I, I love that self-sabotage um, challenge. So how do you, like, how does somebody know that they're suffering from self-sabotage? Because somebody else, like I could see somebody doing it. I could see mm -hmm. somebody that, you know, has, you know, but how do you, how do you know that you have it? Well, if you've wanted something for a long time and you haven't gotten it, there's probably an element of sabotage that's coming into play. And it can be kind of challenging to figure that out on your own because there's a lot of different reasons why we self-sabotage. But the main two reasons are because sabotage keeps us, it keeps us safe. Um, it keeps us from feeling reject, getting rejected, feeling judged, making an ass out of ourselves, um, having the thing that we don't want to happen happen. Um, 
but it also like if we don't know who we're going to be um, outside of this sabotaging pattern, like if we're afraid that we're going to have to step up, if we're afraid that we're going to have to be a different person, if we accomplish X, Y, Z goal, like if my business takes off, then what if I have to travel all over the place and leave my family? And, you know, what are my friends going to say? And how am I going to be in relation to um, in my with my friends if I start making all this money and I don't have the you know the struggles that I used to have and what are we going to talk and so all of this stuff can kind of filter in but I think the answer to your question is if you don't have something that you've wanted for a long time you're probably sabotaging on some level yeah so if my sister's watching I don't know if she is I think she's working but she'll know we have um, a family member that does a lot of self sabotaging but does not realize it and it's like so self-destructive it's really sad and yeah. it's almost hard to have a good relationship with somebody once they get like very extreme so how do you approach somebody that you see like that um i would say you don't yeah <laughs> um, oh we lost you oh am i can you what happened come back oh i'm still here we lost your webcam, webcam, Karen, if you can come Can back. you hear me? So if you're just tuning in, I'm here with Karen Brzezanski, and she is a life coach who specializes in tapping. And we're talking about tapping for uh, digital detox. And she just went through a whole exercise with us, which was really cool. And um, can you see me? We're just in the middle of talking about different ways to, um, different reasons to, oh, we can see both of you just keep going. Okay. So... Karen, I can't see you anymore for some reason. Can you hear me? And I can't hear you either. So I just got a message that everybody can see both of us and hear both of us, but I can't hear you at all. So um, I'm just going to kind of like close this interview and say thank you so much, Karen, for joining us. And we're going to put all the information about your course that's starting in a week so that if you wanted to take Karen's course on tapping and um, find out more about her, we're gonna put the website, all the information on the course. And everybody that joined us, thank you so much and explore tapping, it really worked for me. <laughs> Bye and namaste.